This is Thursday, August 10th. You ever been had to be the bearer of bad news? How do you approach a moment when tough things must be spoken, when you know a conversation is going to hurt? A few years ago, we had a message and community group series entitled, We Need to Talk. When someone begins a conversation with those words, we're already bracing ourselves for the impact. We know the conversation is going to be difficult, but at the same time, we know these are conversations that we best not avoid. Yes, we can avoid them, or we can handle them poorly when we do have them. It feels like we need to have these conversations all over again, except the second or third time when that happens. And there's going to be some additional baggage to unpack for sure. So what are difficult conversations? Well, they are ones when the stakes are high, when we are emotionally and personally engaged. And there's a lot at stake, like telling someone that they've offended you or approaching a boss or coworker that is breaking his or her own standards or dealing with a rebellious teenager or giving an unfavorable review or asking in-laws to quit interfering or talking to a coworker about personal hygiene problems. These are difficult conversations. You get the idea. They're like trying to thread a needle. You know you need to get it right, and you can't avoid talking about it. I want to get to our scripture for today. This is John chapter 16, verse 12 to 13. Here's Jesus speaking. I have much more to say to you, more than you can bear, But when he, the spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is to come. Now, in this brief section of Jesus' teaching, we gather that he knows the disciples have become overwhelmed. Jesus had covered so much thus far, yet there's more to be said. He's taught them about service, about loving one another, about the Spirit of God, about the persecution that they will face, about remaining in Him, about what He has planned for them in the future, and more. He wants to say more, but He knows they're already maxed out. His time is short that evening, but He needs to share with them what will, t- what will take time to process. They will rem- remember His words forever, And some of what he says will reassure them. Some will puzzle them. Some will at first confuse them. And much will comfort them. So imagine Jesus trying to share so much before going to the cross. Now our staff has benefited a great amount from working through a tool on communication called Crucial Conversations. The subtitle of that book is Tools for Talking When the Stakes Are High. Now, why have we used this resource? Well, in ministry, we have these sorts of conversations day in and day out. Today, I talked with a man about his son that is struggling. I talked with a woman whose husband recently passed away and a young man whose father died just yesterday. I've also spoken with a man trying to work through financial challenges and another learning to lead a new organization. And this was all in the scope of a few hours. Likely, you won't have as many crucial conversations in one day, but you'll have many this week. And like I said, we can avoid them, but that rarely helps. 
Instead, we need to prayerfully learn how to say hard things, how to speak the truth in love, to be present to encourage, and seek the permission to confront or challenge when it's necessary. Now, what we learn from Jesus and his conversations is powerful. Don't be afraid to talk about hard things. Love requires learning how to support others. And this often means speaking when others would remain silent. Be persuasive, but not abrasive or cutting. Jesus has mastered the art of honest love. And he also uses perfect timing. When difficult conversations lie ahead, I often ask, does it need to be said? Now, sometimes remaining silent is the right call. Sometimes people have to learn by doing rather than by teaching. At other times, we know people may not hear from us or anyone else. But if I ask, if the answer is yes, it needs to be said, then I ask, does it need to be said now? Now, Jesus with his disciples has carefully chosen what to say to them. These are urgent matters that they will need to know in the next few hours and days. Yes, he does not share everything with them because the burden would be just too great. He will have time with them later, even after his resurrection, to teach them more. When I ask this question, if the answer is yes, now, then I ask, does it need to be said by me? Someone else may be the better messenger. I'm not always the right person to speak. I cannot say to my sons or daughter what needs to be spoken by a friend. I cannot tell your child something they need to hear from you. There is much Jesus remains silent about for reasons like this. And even Jesus is not the one to engage in every conversation. Now, often we're surprised by the silence of Jesus, yet he knows better than we do when to speak and when to remain silent. But notice what Jesus says to the disciples. I can't share it all with you, but don't worry, my spirit will. The teaching he provides to them that night in the upper room, is not, it's not the end. The spirit of truth will guide the disciples forward. Jesus is trying to tell them that though he will leave them, he will not leave them alone. Let's pray. Holy Father, teach us your ways and how to live in your truth. Give us wisdom in knowing when to speak and when to remain silent and how to have the crucial conversations we need to have with others. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.